What's up, what's up? It's your boy, K Steel. What's happening? Welcome to Words of Wisdom. And I gotta give a special shout out to my family. You know what I'm saying? The League Motivational Group, the, the League MG Motivational Group. I just wanna say I appreciate y'all. I'm looking forward to uh, the collab that's coming soon. You know what I mean? So y'all look forward to it too. Um, oh, also I need to thank everybody who tunes in, who shares the podcast, who gives me the Words of Wisdom because it's just encouraging that you guys are listening. It's encouraging that people are giving me that that feedback because you want to know that you're on the right track. You know, it's crazy that uh, uh, yesterday I couldn't figure out for the life of me why my energy level was low. You know what I'm saying? Like what I mean by energy level, like I was in this funk. I couldn't figure that out to save my life. I'm like the most optimistic person I know. But I was in this funk, like almost like a depressive state. And I said, man, this ain't this ain't even me. But I had to allow myself to, you know, I had to rethink why I was feeling that way. But it's almost like I know not to stay there. But I was trying to figure out what triggered that. You know what I mean? Was it my circumstance? Was it you know, what was it? And I remember a few days ago, um, this this is what helps me, I think, get get out of my funk. A few days ago, I seen one of my little sisters, you know, I call her my little sister. I seen one of my little sisters in her funk. You know, she was in this soaking or something was really, really bothering her. She looked real depressed about it. And uh, more than likely, I was thinking it might have been her relationship. I don't know. She didn't tell me. But I remember sharing with her. I said, listen, sis, it's OK to grieve. It's OK to go through whatever moments you need to go through but and and I know I don't have all the answers but just don't stay there long you know what I mean like I think we all have a you know we all go through our moments right every last one of us have our moments where we're not feeling optimistic about something every last one of us you know because we're human every last one of us go through our little emotional whatevers But all I'm saying is if you feeling and you know, that's not the place that that's not your natural state, don't stay there long. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Do not stay there long. And so I remember talking to, um, well, I'll hold that off. Hold on. So today, so check it out, man. Cause I can go on and on about that. But today, um, I want to talk about what defines you. And is it your memories of the past, the good old days? Is it the friendships that you have, the relationship that you're in? Um, in your mind, what defines you? Is it your hobbies? Is it your stuff? Because I see a lot of people, they swag me on a thousand because they got, you know, the chains on. They got the, the nice car and the whips. And I'm not saying, you know, some of that stuff don't make you feel a little good, you know. But some people feel like that's the only thing that that's who they are. Right. So if they don't have the chain, if they don't have the nice clothes so they can stun on people that they probably don't even like. You know, what would their um, self-esteem be like? You know what I'm saying? So what defines you? Is it your kindness, your loyalty toward people? Um, Your idea of your moral compass? You know, and and the moral compass is nothing but it's just knowing right from wrong, not what's right that make you feel good, but what's really right and what's really wrong. 
You know what I mean? Your moral compass. So is that what defines you? You know, I was talking to a um I was talking to a married couple one time and uh, I was talking to both couples, I mean the the both individuals in, in the relationship, but uh, the husband did had to go do something and so I was able to continue to talk to the wife. And one of the things that the wife was saying to me was how she had been in this relationship for so many years and she loves her husband to life. I ain't going to say love him to death, but love him to life, right? But being in this relationship, say 20 plus years or however long it was, she lost herself in the midst of the relationship. Um, And what I mean by that? It's like she had this desire to like sew and do these great things with clothes or whatever it was she was trying to do. And she got so engulfed in her relationship that she lost her identity in his. She thought in the relationship that everything had to be about him. And listen, that's not all her fault, because the man is supposed to reassure his wife that she has her own identity in the relationship as well. The man is supposed to tell his wife, like, babe, you can do anything. Be that he needs to be that encouraging word. And and I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of men really have a hard time seeing their wives succeed. Maybe because it's their own insecurities or whatever. Right. Well, if she start making more money than me, I got a problem. Well, if she start getting more attention, she might leave me. Some men get so caught up in their emotions and their insecurities that they they don't realize that they're uh, uh, bringing a detriment to their relationship. If your wife is your best friend, you need to build her up as much as you possibly can. Because if she is the woman that you truly know that she is, all that's gonna do is benefit you and your family in the long run. If she's a a woman of, and now granted, look, check it out. (laughs) Some of these women out here is cutting up. They cheat on men just like men have cheated on women. Some of these women out here, a man is giving his all to the woman and and she's out there living her best life, cheating and spending up, you know, family money and just cutting up. I'm not saying those type of people. And to be honest with you, if you're married to that kind of person, you should know what kind of person you're married to. But I think the man who sees his wife, I mean, literally sees her. You see her talents, you see her gifts, you see that she needs to be built up as much as you are built up. And if she starts to lose herself in you, I think it's extremely important, men, um, that you find a way to turn that around. You find a way to bring that to a balance. I'm not saying she shouldn't be supportive of you, but I'm saying you should find a way to meet her the same way she's meeting you and you guys build each other up. But in a lot of these relationships is so freaking lopsided. And so as I was talking to this older uh, woman, she had kind of lost herself and her husband. She got engulfed in him. And she felt that is if, you know, this was, I guess, something in back of her mind, the way she seen things growing up, she was like, I'm going to keep helping him. I'm going to keep helping him. And then eventually one day I'll get to me well, 20 years later, he still ain't recognized that she still ain't got to her yet. He he still hasn't helped her get to where she was. So all I'm saying is in a relationship, make sure that you are still doing things that you love. Learn how to pay you first. 
You know what I'm saying? Even in the relationship, check it out. And what I mean by paying you, I'm not just talking about money. There are certain things that should be going directly to you. For example, <clears throat> if we use the analogy or if we just use money, if we're talking about money, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. If we use money, um, yeah, paying you first is like, you know, you got your 401k or you got some stocks or you got something that comes out before it gets taxed. That's paying you first. So in the long run, that's money you can take out towards your family, toward whatever you want to use it for. OK, or some other people do it a different way. Some people, which is not really paying you first, but they're still doing it. It's uh, after the money comes in, whatever money is left over after taxes, after insurances uh, from, you know, all the stuff that's on your tax bracket. Um, what they do is they'll take that if they make a thousand a week or five hundred a week, they'll take 20, 40, 50 dollars and they put it straight to themselves and put it away. Right. That's paying you first. And then whatever else, whatever other money that you have, you work on it. But I think what people should start doing is start paying themselves time. That's the most important currency we have on this planet because we can't get it back once it's lost. Once it's lost, it's gone. Right. Um, so. I just encourage, you know, that when, when I'm talking about paying yourself time, and I was sharing with this this uh, this woman, this married couple. I was like, when you have like all the, oh, I got this going on, I got that going on. For example, as a mother, <laughs> strictly, definitely for mothers. Mothers have this tendency to put themselves on the back burner. Wives tend to put themselves on the back burner a lot of times. I'm not saying men don't do it, but it's it's almost like natural for a woman, right? And Sometimes the men don't recognize that their wives are depleted. It's like the man going to the ATM teller and he's uh, or, or, or the ATM and he's pulling money out. Right. He's steady pulling all his money out. and He's not depositing anything back in before, you know, it, she's depleted or overdraft. And before you know it, she's fed up. She's tired of your stuff. You don't get it. But you can change that around. OK. All right. So the woman the wife, she's taking care of the kids. She's working hard. Um, it's like all she is is for everybody else and she don't make time for her. And so when she does finally get some time to herself, she's worn out. All she want to do is literally be quiet, maybe have a, a bubble bath with some candles lit, some chocolates or something given to her. I mean, yes, she deserves all of that, but she also deserves her time as far as talents, abilities, gifts and all that kind of stuff. And so I suggested that the couple start working things out together. For example, the wife has a desire to say right, but she is so busy taking care of the family. And this should be a no brainer, but some people miss it that she has a desire to write. What the husband should do is say, you know what, babe, let's designate. This is your time regardless, unless we got a family emergency or something like that. Every Tuesday after work, whatever, I got the kids, you go write. So it's almost like built up in her mind. She can build up on herself from writing every, say, Tuesday. She looks forward to it. Oh, I need to go out with my girls and just go have a girl time. OK, if, if it's something that she doesn't ever get to do, really set it up. Give her that that one day every couple of weeks, um, whatever it is. I'm not saying I, you got to listen to my standard. 
if she wants to go out once a week and she's taking care of family the rest of the way, I mean, who cares? Let her do it with her homegirls, but as long as it's in the right context, as long as it's in agreement and she's not doing it to go mess around and, and do whatever. And it's the same for the husbands. I think what happens is most people forget who they are in the relationship. So they feel like the relationship is truly what defines them. So they almost get into a mindset to where they don't know how to be defined out outside of the relationship. And I think you should take some time to really get to know who you are. I think people really get lost, you know, in that that situation. And and I hope hopefully you know, I'm not stepping on too many toes because I'm going to be honest with you. In, in one of my previous relationships, it was very easy for me to um, tell my ex, go ahead, be with the girls. Like, see, see me, I don't mind the, the cooking and the cleaning and things of that nature because I know it needs to be reciprocated, right? Um, it's going to be reciprocated. So if you saying, look, babe, I am worn out. I just need some quiet. Now, her quiet might be different from my quiet. My quiet, somebody tell me I need some quiet. All right, cool. We're going to be quiet or whatever, whatever. Uh, You may go somewhere to read a book. No, her quiet might be, I just don't want to hear no kids today. Uh, I don't want to do this today. So I'm going to go hang out with my girls and we just going to go have some drinks and whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. No problem. It should be that way. It shouldn't be a fight every time the woman wants to go do something. Because if you look at what she's doing around the house, you look at what she's doing in your business, you're looking at what she's doing with the finances, she deserves that time alone. So I don't want to get too far off track, but what defines you? Is it your relationship that's keeping you caught up uh, in you not really knowing what defines you? Is it that job? That's defining you that you hate going to. I keep hearing these studies being done. I still don't know where they be getting these studies from. But hey, you know, I heard the study saying that 85 percent of adults that go to work hate their job. I don't know how true that is, but I'm going to tell you something. A large percentage of people. I can't put a, a definite you know, percentage on it. A large amount of people go to work and they hate their jobs. So all I'm saying is, is, is it that job that defines you? Because a lot of people that hate their jobs, they bring that energy home. They bring that same stinking attitude. Ooh, I couldn't stand uh, Sally. She was talking too much. And ugh, I can't stand Bob, man. Man, Terry always got something to say and whatever, whatever. Right. And you bring that same negative stuff home. And then now the people at home don't want to be around you either because you heck, you know, you're a negative Nancy or Fred or whoever you are. So what it what what defines you? Listen, um, is it that degree that defines you? Because you were who you were before the degree. The degree was just a confirmation that you were smart enough to attain it. Right. Um, a lot of people get caught up on stuff. Um, they get caught up in these um, cars. They get caught up in degrees. They get caught up in all these things. But what really defines the core of who you are? And I think that, you know, that's up to you to answer. But all I'm saying is you have to discover what defines you so that you can be a better person for the people around you. 
I was, you know, making the analogy of a, of a lot of the relationship type stuff. But even the single people, some of them really don't know who they are. So that's why they go in uh, uh, in life. They go in so many different directions because they don't have a centered focus, like a real focus on where they need to go in life because they don't know what defines them. They don't know what makes them happy. And I think a lot of people don't take the time to really do that. How many people that, you know, you know, sit down and read books on the things that they have a passion about? It's very few. How many people, you know, instead of, you know, watching videos that that that's doing their passion, they should be learning how to create the same type of videos. If, if videos are your passion, why aren't you doing something to learn it? You know, I was uh, I think this was so profound to me. Um, I said this on one of my previous podcasts about the young man that I met. I met a young man who instead of and I thought this was big because I'm like, why don't a lot of people do this? Um, instead of going to college, this young man taught himself how to use a, a, a specific type of camera. And this particular type of camera costs like 50000 thought that was profound. I don't know how he got the money, whether it was from his parents or he saved it up, but he took some money and had so much faith in himself that he was going to learn this. And it took him a while, but now he's working on movie sets. He's doing music videos and, and side work and whatever else he was doing. And the only thing I regret in that whole conversation was not getting his information while I was on the movie set. And so All I'm saying is take the time to find out what defines you, because every person is different. I think for me, if you were talking to me to find out what defines me, I love encouraging people, motivating people. I love building up my character so that I can be better for the world. So I find out what what um, not to be perfect, but I find out my triggers. I know my triggers. I know how to work on those things. Um, I read a lot of books. What defines me? Wisdom, knowledge, understanding. I, those different attributes, moral, having having a proper moral compass, like being a man of character, character, so that my children and those around me and say, you know what? And it's not to get those attaboys. Oh, you know what? Kendrick's such a great guy. No, I want to be able to live what I'm speaking. And so I have to work on me every day. That's what defines me. One thing you'll know about Ken is that he works on himself every single day, even if it's just for an hour. And I give myself a lot more time than that. So that's why I didn't understand yesterday I was in that funk because I still worked on myself yesterday. I still found a way to encourage a couple of people. Matter of fact, just because it just comes out, I can't even turn it off if I wanted to, even when I'm in a funk. I'm still sending some kind of words of encouragement. So all I'm I'm saying, people, and and hopefully I'm not going too many circles, is that find out what defines you and find out if you have lost yourself in, say, your relationships, your job. If you're doing things that make you that unhappy, find a way to turn it around. I'm not saying you got to quit your job, but find a way uh, to look at your job from a different perspective. You know, find uh, uh, I was reading somewhere where. And I believe this because I, I remember doing a uh, I worked uh, volunteered at a church for like a year. And uh, I thank God for that time because I was doing it unto the Lord. So what I was reading in my daily devotion, it was talking about 
Some of the people hate their job because they're doing it from a wrong perspective. If you're doing it like unto the Lord, you're going to go to job, go to the job, almost giving your all and, and know that even if no one's seeing you to reward you, you're doing it unto the Lord. And don't worry, your rewards are coming. But do it unto the Lord for those who believe anyway. Um, those who do not, hey, have enough faith in yourself to really do your job a lot better. Have a better attitude about it. And if you hate your job that much, go find another. It's plenty of jobs out there. It might take you a while, may not. You might have great experiences. Maybe this is your time, right? If that job has been defining you as if you've been selling yourself short, do something else. Go find something else that make more money and uh, less time, uh, less stress, and you get to enjoy it. Find something that you really enjoy. But overall, find out what defines you. I've been saying this over and over again because a lot of people don't get it. They'd be like, yeah, I want to do this, but it's all these buts. Yeah, I want to do that, but no, find out what defines like. There's a passion that you have and have had. You can't shake it. This is what I mean. One of the things that I realize about me is that I love to read. I love to write, get in my laptop and I can do this every day. I love to create. So I'm always on online trying to design some, some of my shirts and all that kind of stuff. And you can go online and find that at Teesprings uh, slash Creative Ambition, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. I got plenty of shirts I've designed on there. Support your boy. That's a way to support. And they ship it right to your house with great quality. You know what I mean? Um, but I found out what really some of the things that I just love to do. So I make sure I work on those things every day. And they may not be for everybody. It may literally just be for me. But what defines me is that I'm a creative. I have to create every day. I have to uplift and motivate people every day. And that's how I function. So when you find out what find, defines you, what happens is you'll have a different set of peace. Like um, you're, you're, you'll have a, a, a certain amount of peace that just rests in your core. So I'm going to stop beating this dead horse. <laughs> You've heard it enough. So find, make the time for yourself. You deserve it. Find out what defines you. Find out what you love and what you will uh, grow in. If that means you got to get up earlier in the morning to do it, do it. Quit making excuses. Yes, I'm tired. Okay, go to bed a little earlier. Give yourself, if, if you can't give yourself but 15, 20, 30 minutes on doing what you love to do, know that the moment you start doing that, that time will increase. But for now, start with 15, 20, 30 minutes and then let the time gradually increase. But stop shortchanging yourself because you deserve more. And this goes for the men and the women. Stop shortchanging yourself. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Um, this is K Steel, Words of Wisdom, a.k.a. Creative Ambition. You can uh, reach me at Kendrick Steel, like standing still on Facebook. You know, I can always use some new friends, uh, but I can still keep the ones I got. You know, praise God. Um, or you can hit me on Twitter. Same thing. Or Instagram. Usually on Instagram, you can DM me. And it's uh, C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N, Creative Ambition. And it's the same thing for Teesprings. YouTube, type in Creative Ambition. I got some uh, videos linked up. So spread the word. I really hope, I really hope this helped. 
and I wasn't repeating myself too much because I really want people to get it. Don't get so lost in other stuff that you forget about you. All right. Peace out. Go. Thank you.